Hi, welcome back to the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Today's episode is the last of series one. I will be back in January for series two. So I wanted to end on a Christmassy theme and share tips for a stress-free Christmas. I'm Katie and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the eight years I've been a mother, I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice, as well as inspiring interviews with the same aim. You are enough. It is time you started believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. Christmas is probably one of the most stressful times of year for me because it also coincides with a birthday within the family. Bad planning on my part, Uh, but it's also a stressful time for many people for various different reasons. And so I wanted to share some tips that hopefully will help you to have a great Christmas, which is one that you can enjoy and be a part of and not cause you too much stress. One of the biggest stresses at Christmas, besides the whole of Christmas, is the money aspect of it. So many people get themselves into debt, they worry about how they're going to afford all the different things, and as much as they enjoy giving the gifts to their friends and their families, internally they are riddled with stress around how they're going to afford the whole thing. So the thing to bear in mind is Christmas is not about the amount of money you spend. I can guarantee you children and your friends and your family will love you and have a good Christmas no matter what you spend. For example, I have bought William some Paw Patrol things from a Facebook group and I got probably about £200 worth of stuff for £20. He wouldn't know whether I've spent 200 or 20 He is going to be thrilled that he's got the air patroller. He's actually just going to burst into flames. He'll be so excited. Children don't have a concept of cost. So I've heard parents say, oh, I bought them a Kindle or whatever, and they weren't grateful. They don't know that it cost you over £100 to buy it. They just, you know, that's a whole other issue if they're not grateful for things. But don't feel like you have to spend a lot of money to please people. Set a budget and stick to it. If you say to yourself, do you know what? We have got £200 worth of disposable income this month that we've saved or from this month or, you know, however you've got about it, £200, we're going to set a budget of £30 per person. There are so many thrifty things that you can do. I have set myself a tight budget this year. I don't want to go overboard and also I don't want to be wasteful. A lot of years we've given gift cards, which, I mean, I'm sure they're appreciated, but they're just there's something lacking in those, that there's not really any effort. And and often the people involved will give us gift cards back and it's just literally swapping money. There's just, there's no joy in that. So this year I'm going to do hampers and they don't have to be expensive. 
you can just get a cheap box or a hessian sack or a basket that you can find and fill it with a nice bottle of Prosecco or a bottle of Baileys. Get some nice chocolates. You can make your own fudge. You can put in a little poinsettia. You can add in some soaps. You could make it into a, a hamper full of pampering things. A pamper hamper. And fill it with bubble baths and hand creams and a new loofah and all the things. And I can guarantee that will be much more loved as a gift than if you'd have given a voucher that cost you a lot more than the contents of a hamper cost. One of the best received gifts I ever gave was a framed picture that the children had made using their handprints. They did like reindeer and snowmen and penguins using their hand and feet to paint. And I framed it and I gave that as a gift and it was so appreciated because it was because it was something personalized and personal to them rather than you know here's a dvd or here's a necklace or whatever a personalized picture or even you know take a photo put that in a frame it doesn't have to be expensive to be a thoughtful and enjoyable christmas gift something else along the same theme is what we use is something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read, something to do, and I love you. And I have explained this to the children. I've said, I'm not going to get you hundreds and hundreds of presents or, you know, tens and tens of presents. I'm going to get you something that you want. You can write me a list of a selection of things and I will choose something from that list. It can be the same list you give to Santa. So Santa will choose something from the list. I will choose something from the list. Something you need. So it's a useful thing. Something to wear. Again, it's useful, something to read, books are everything. And something to do, that could be somewhere that you go, you take them somewhere, it could be cinema ticket, it could be a crafting set, something to actually do to enjoy, you know, it could be a game to play on Christmas day. And, but if they know they're getting those five things, there are, there are 10 gift versions, seven gift versions, three gift versions for toddlers. Um, you know, there's search on Pinterest um, for the something you need rhyme on, uh, if you Google that. If you explain to them and they know that they are gonna get that number of gifts, then it helps them to sort of not fall into the, oh, where's all my presents? They know what to expect. They know what they're getting. They know what the rules are of the game. And they really appreciate them more because there's not so many gifts there. In previous years gone by, and my mum, the, their grandmother, went crazy overboard and bought them, I'm not joking, about 50 presents each. That's their grandmother, not even their mother. And but in the end they were just ripping things open and throwing them to the side they were just like god is this over yet i don't want to unwrap this many things so less is definitely more so that's tip number one set a budget and don't go crazy overboard with spending money it is not necessary number two forget perfection so many people get stressed around christmas because they want it to be the best christmas ever and they forget that actually the best Christmas ever is one where you've spent it together and had a great time. It doesn't matter whether the tree looked perfect. It doesn't matter whether you went to the panto, went to see Santa, went to ice skating, did this, did that, did that. All of those things make it special, but it they are not what make up Christmas. 
for me, my best memories are sitting on the sofa, watching Christmas movies, stuffing my face with chocolate. You know, as long as you are together and you are happy and you're healthy, that will be the best Christmas ever. Christmas dinner seems to cause a lot of stress for people. And if you've downloaded my Christmas guide, and if you haven't, don't worry, I'll put a link down below. I've got a run through of my day so you can see how I plan out the different things to get Christmas dinner ready and on the table for two o'clock. And I can tell you, it is not stressful. I quite enjoy it anyway, so I don't find it stressful, but it really doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to have a plan of attack. But the thing is, even if, let's say, oh my God, you're wearing a lovely Christmas dress and you spill gravy down it, it's not the end of the world. If you drop the turkey, it's a bit annoying. It's not the end of the world. If anything, it's going to create a really funny story for a few years' time, something to tell the grandchildren. Good enough is better than perfect. Don't put pressure on yourself to create this wonderful, wonderful time because what will actually happen is you'll get grumpy when things go wrong, in inverted commas, and cause stress for everybody. Go with the flow, laugh if things go wrong, and just enjoy the moment. Don't aim for perfection. Good enough is good enough. Tip number three. I mean, I say it for everything, but it's so true. Make lists. Right now, sit and think, okay, who do I need to write Christmas cards for? How many stamps do I need? Okay, how many presents am I buying? If I'm doing the want, need, wear, read, make yourself a little like spreadsheet thing, not an official one on the computer necessarily, but I just drew a grid and was like, right, everybody's names down the side, something they want, something they need, something to wear, something to read, something to do. And then I just write in all the things. And I write a list of what am I going to put in the hampers. I'm going to write a list of all the ingredients that I'm going to need for Christmas dinner. I'm going to write a list of all the extras that I want, mince pies, crackers, or um, selection boxes and uh, Yule Log or whatever. Write lists, write everything down, get it out of your head where it will be swilling around and making you stressed because you have so much to think about. Write it down, write a list and tick it off as you go along. Tip number four, this is really important and people tend to throw caution to the wind and forget about it, is you must keep your routines. Your daily routines are what keep you sane. It's a bit like summer holidays. By the end of the summer holidays, you're going crazy and you're just like, oh my God, I just wanna have my routine back because that's what keeps you normalized. Over Christmas, people stay up later. They allow the kids to stay up later. They let them get up whenever they want. They let them eat whatever they want. And within reason, I mean, come on now, it is Christmas stuff some mince pies in your face but if you forget all routine you will start to get stressed so if your normal routine is you do your power hour on a monday carry on doing it do it anyway it's only an hour it will restore order within the house if your routine is the children go to bed at seven o'clock and then you watch a movie and then you, you know, do the same. Get up in the morning. I will still be getting up and doing my miracle morning routine all throughout Christmas. I mean, it probably won't be on Christmas day because the children will be up at the crack of dawn, but within reason, I will be doing it every single day to keep normality. Otherwise my brain starts to, starts to fry and I go a little bit crazy. 
So I'm going to keep routine as much as possible. Obviously, school routine will be out the window, but I'm still going to get them up. I'm still going to get them dressed. I'm still going to like keep some normality within the system to try and keep everyone on track and not going crazy because otherwise you'll get to Christmas Day and you'll be sick of everybody. My fifth tip, listen up. Join in. It's very easy to take on, you know, the role of the organiser and the rule enforcer and the person who does all of the things and keeps everything going. But don't forget to have fun yourself. Don't be in the kitchen slaving away cleaning the oven while everyone else is playing a game of Monopoly. Join in and allow yourself to enjoy the season. Otherwise, what's it for? One, they want to have you there. And two, it's your season too. It's for everybody. It's not just about the children. It is about coming together as a family. And if you are absent because you're still doing the washing or you're still because you're cooking dinner and getting stressed or you're wrapping all the presents in a fury and telling everyone else to get out and go and do no go out the house with them take an hour off go for a winter walk go and get some fresh air and enjoy being together it will help replenish you remember what i always say is think of yourself as a vase stop trying to tip yourself up so that you fill up everybody else's vase Fill up your own vase. Look after yourself and after a while you'll be so full you will overflow and that will naturally fill up everybody else's vase. I'm I'm using my hands to gesture this thing. You can't see me but imagine I'm a vase and I'm throwing my hands up like I'm a vase. Um, you have to look after yourself and enjoy the season and being together and it will mean that everybody else enjoys it too because they will have you there and also stress levels will just reduce because everybody's happy and enjoying the moment. I really hope you have the most amazing Christmas. Remember it is the season of goodwill and it is a time of being together with the people that you love. That is what Christmas is about. Everything else is a bonus. I will be back in January for season two. I would love it if you have any suggestions on things that you would like me to talk about. You can email me, you can message me on Instagram, all the links are down below. Have a lovely Christmas and I will see you in 2020. Bye!